It can be incredibly difficult to really scale and grow your business without some kind of profit maximizer offer, some kind of high ticket offer where it really drives your best customers or the customers who are ready, willing, and able to spend the most amount of money with you towards that behavior, towards that action. And so in today's episode, I'm going to cover profit maximizers and high ticket offers, and we'll dive into how to maximize scale and profitability in your business. So you want to scale your business profitably? Well, there's this great saying, and I I know Dan Kennedy is the source for Um, the source for it for most modern marketers. So we'll say he's the source. Whoever can spend the most to acquire customer wins. Whoever can spend the most to acquire a customer's win uh, wins. So um, scaling, scaling means lots of customers. Scaling means growing inside your market. So more and more people within that market and a a larger chunk of the, the broad market become customers of your business. But it's one thing to just have a ton of customers, it's another thing to do that profitably. And so you could go to like low price, low price, low price, just give me a dollar and I'll give you a $10 product, right? Um, that everybody wants to buy and I can scale to the moon, but I'm also gonna scale my debt and my, my bankruptcy um, exponentially with that too. Versus doing it profitably, which is actually making money. And so, in order to be able to go out to the, the most number of customers, it's not that your front end um, your your front end offer that offer that you're using to acquire customers is an expensive offer. It is that you are able to acquire a lot of customers and you're able to increase the per customer value, the lifetime value of each customer up to the point where you are really just able to spend the most within your market to acquire a customer. And this goes back to like, there's this this age old differentiator between direct response marketers or relationship marketers and just, you know, the vast unwashed masses of entrepreneurs. So it comes down to this question, why do you make the first sale? Why do you make the first sale? Do you make the first sale to make a profit or to get a customer? So it's a very important distinction here that you want to make your first if if it is essential for you to make your first sale to get a profit you are going to be infinitely limited in what you're able to do if you have to profit off that first sale because maybe you don't know you don't have a good relationship marketing or list marketing program in place you're not able to maximize the value per customer you really don't have a way to um, to to drive more revenue beyond that initial transaction, well, then every transaction has to be profitable and it becomes much harder to go out and to expand your business. Versus, versus, if your goal in making the first sale is just to get a customer because you're going to get that customer's contact information, you're going to have uh, a way to follow up with them after the sale, you're, you have a series of offers that you're going to make that you know a certain percentage of each of your customers takes. And based on those offers, you're going, you have a a reasonable expectation of what the value of that customer is going to be over the course of the next 60 days, the next 90 days, um, over the lifetime of that customer, right? Then uh, maybe in order to make that first sale, which maybe is $50 revenue, um, and, and, and $10 of which is margin, maybe you could, you could actually go in the hole 
by another $50, right? Um, and so you could spend $60 on acquiring the customer, um, plus there's the $40, like you can, the math just changes dramatically if you're willing to go negative to acquire a customer versus if you have to make a profit, if you have to break even on, even if you have to break even on the front end, right? Um, and so, so much of that comes down to what you're able to offer to customers once they get welcomed into your into your fold here. Uh, so Perry Marshall has this uh, has this illustration of the espresso machine in the 80-20 sales and marketing book where he talks about you go into Starbucks and for the most part, if you're going into Starbucks, you're going to um, you're going to go buy a coffee and Starbucks has managed to make coffee pretty profitable, right? But you're, you're going to go in there and you're going to buy a coffee and um, maybe you're going to buy some kind of snack item and the average ticket there is maybe seven or eight bucks, right? Um, but over in the corner of the Starbucks, they have one or two espresso machines on the shelf that you can buy. And somebody goes into that Starbucks on a regular enough basis and decides, I'm gonna buy that espresso machine. And that espresso machine costs, I don't know, two grand, right? And the margin in that espresso machine is $1,000, maybe, I don't know, maybe more. Uh, and so suddenly you go from, you're churning all these $7 tickets, right? That are uh, keeping the lights on at the store. And then suddenly you drop $1,000 profit in there and another $1,000 profit and another $1,000 profit. And having this high ticket item that a select few of your people are willing to buy dramatically changes the revenue picture of each individual customer going in the door. In fact, you can spend more to get people coming in the door for the $7 items if you know every once in a while somebody's going to come through and they're going to pick up the item that has a $1,000 profit in it. And in 80-20 Sales and Profits, Perry also talked about how 20% of your customers and okay, so this ratio, it's not necessarily exact, but uh, the, the, the rule the 80-20 rule, the 80-20 principle is that there is the vital few and the trivial many, uh, meaning that a small percentage of a group is disproportionately responsible for a certain amount of the output, is disproportionately responsible for or disproportionately uh, acquires a, a large portion of the resources, right? And so in sales and marketing, the way that this applies is some small portion of your customers, 20% is a good round number that we can use as a reference point, 20% of your customers are responsible for 80% of your profits, right? The other 80% of your customers are not very profitable because they're all those $7 people versus the person who comes in and buys the espresso machine or buys some Starbucks merchandise or buys you know pounds of coffee or whatever those people are that drive up the profits significantly, right? So 20% of your customers are responsible for 80% of your profits. And even within those, 80% of 80% or 64% of your uh, profits of your margin comes from 20% of the 20%, there's 4%. So a lot of what you have to do in your business if you're looking to scale is figure out how can I serve that small portion of customers that are willing to spend a lot more with me. Dan Kennedy says, uh, like he, he has a whole book on price strategy and uh, 
his emphasis is that people are willing to pay much more than you expect if you find the right person, if you find the right buyer. And I remember the first time I saw Dan Kennedy speak, it was at a copywriting conference back in 2009. And he was up on stage and he showed off this $35,000 check that was for like a third of his project payment for a project that he's doing. And at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't even regularly getting like $3,000 for an entire project. And here he's getting over $100,000 for a single project. And yes, there are lots of different factors that go into that. But the point that's made here is that there is some segment of an audience that is willing to pay significantly more for what is perceived by many as largely the same product, right? And given the right opportunity, people will spend far more than you might think. And so if Dan said, I will create this campaign for 50,000, and Dan said, I will create this campaign for 100,000, well, there's going to be some segment that are happy to pay the 100,000 and think it's a great investment. And if he can find enough 100,000 to fill his schedule, all the copywriting work that he wants to do, well, why not, right? And you don't know how far price elasticity goes, how far it stretches until you try. Alan Sultanich talks about acquisition versus ascension. Uh, ascension, ascension is that path to the higher ticket offer, right? And here I'm just coming at the same thing from a lot of different perspectives, right? Ascension is moving from low ticket to high ticket, right? It's ascending in how much money they're willing to spend with you. Acquisition is just maximizing customer flow. So you do something like what I call a welcome offer, where it is a very low price offer that's typically very high value that a large segment of your audience or even an audience that goes beyond your core market would be interested in buying just to maximize the total customer flow. And you build out a series of ascending offers that are designed to move someone. Okay, the broadest audience here is going to be interested in the lowest ticket. But then beyond that, there's a layer that is a higher ticket offer and a higher ticket offer. And maybe somewhere within the interactions with your business, they will stumble on one of these profit maximizer offers, one of these high ticket offers, right? And one of the distinctions like in information type businesses and coaching type businesses is you could give somebody a do it yourself program and then, um, at a higher level, there's a done with you program that's like coaching, right? And at the highest level, there is a done for you program that's a, a service uh, that, that you offer, right? And so when it comes to acquisition, you just want an offer that's gonna help you maximize the customer flow so you can scale the total number of customers within your business um, as, as big as possible. And then in terms of ascension, you want the highest potential high ticket offer in your lineup that you can provide and that people are ecstatic to pay for, remembering Dan Kennedy's lesson about price elasticity and the 80-20 principle that as we continue to grow our audience, there are going to be more and more people within that audience who are the, the, the vital few who are willing to spend the most money with you, right? 
And so it's about balancing this acquisition and ascension and recognizing that within your audience, as you build an audience, there are super buyers and you want to give them an opportunity to buy, right? You need to come up with an offer that is going to allow those people who are ready, willing, and able to spend more money with you now to uh, to do that, right? If somebody is a super buyer, and, and they could have not been a super buyer six months ago or three months ago or one month ago, but they might be ready, willing, and able to spend more money with you now. And if you put the right offer in front of the right person at the right time, they are ready to spend that money with you. And um, I just did uh, like huge value bomb of an episode called the five day email campaign strategy that I will make sure to include a link in the in the description here with this episode that really walks through how you can structure an offer and an email campaign like that that will drive those sales for you. So my call to action for you within this episode, number one, like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Number two, ask yourself how you can use this. You can leave a comment with this episode and, and share, right? What ideas do you have for a profit maximizer offer, a high ticket offer that can drive the most revenue for your most engaged customers? Or do you need to focus right now on more um more more broader customer acquisition, right? Building your list. You want to have something in place that's going to help drive the economics of those lower ticket offers, right? That's going to make each customer more valuable so that you can acquire more. And then as as the 80-20 principle starts to um, starts to apply, right? As you are building a bigger big, and bigger audience of people who are happily spending money with you, you need to be dropping offers in front of them, perhaps using that uh, five-day email campaign strategy that is going to give them the right offer at the right time so that they can spend the money that they want to spend with you. So the links in the description are the, the free five-day email campaign strategy episode. I created a special page uh, that you can check that out. I'll also include links to my Welcome at Offers course and Irresistible Offers course. Both are part of BTMS Insiders, which is an entire streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. All that is linked in the description. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and I'll catch you again in the next episode. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.